Remember back when you were in high school and you were supposed to make these huge life decisions about where to go and what to do with your life, but you actually had no clue yet. Yeah, and it wasn't just about where to go to college or what to do for work. All those questions were actually about who you are and who you want to be. Well, what if there was a way for students in high school to get clear about all those big questions in life, about their identity, their purpose, and their core relationships? Welcome to the Musical Podcast, where we believe inside of everyone is a great story waiting to be told. Well, hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the U School Podcast. I'm here with a friend of mine and a principal, local principal in San Diego, Dana Moen. Dana, thanks for being on the show. And then give us a little context of where you're at, what you're doing, how you got there. Okay, great. Um, cut me off if I'm too long, but I'm at Classical Academy High School. I've been the principal for, I think, going on 11 years now. I had the opportunity to help start the school 15 years ago is when we, when we opened the school. Cool. Um, how did I get into education? I love my high school experience. Like high school was amazing to me. Huh. Um, I felt like that changed the course of my life. I did some things really well. I did some things really badly. Mm-hmm. But all, through all of that, I just really enjoyed high school. So I've never left. I decided I wanted to be a teacher. Um, so went to school to be a, thought I was going to be a math teacher. Calculus kind of changed me, changed me my course to history, became a mm-hmm. history teacher, a coach. Did that for about six years. Then I started doing ASB advisor and then had this opportunity to start Classical Academy High School. Where did you go to school in San Diego? Did you grow up here? Yeah, I've, um, I've been an Escondido guy my whole oh. life, except, except for when I went to Azusa Pacific University and then got okay. a job in Covina right next to Azusa. But I, I've been born and raised in Escondido, California, okay. so I'm happy to be back. For those people that don't understand Classical Academy, it's, it's an extremely well-respected charter school but maybe talk about the model so other principals listening in can understand what you what you do yeah so classical academy when i got on board it was a k through eight model um and my wife had got a job as an educational specialist and we were homeschooling our kids through classical okay so it's a hybrid model where most of the kids in k through six are coming to school two days a week and the school is um, training parents and providing curriculum for three days at home Okay. So that's what my kids were doing. That was the environment my wife was working in. Um, I had got a job back at my alma mater, Escondido High School, doing ASB there, student yeah. activity, loving that. Um, the school had gotten really, really large since I had gone to school. I mean, we were up maybe 2,500 students wow. and kind of just a different <laughs> culture than even when I went to high school, you know, 20 years ago or whatever it is, 30 mm-hmm. years ago now. Um, so I saw some great things happen at Classical with the hybrid model. So um, I asked if there's anything I could help them do. And, the, and uh, Cameron Curry, now the executive director, mm-hmm. he said, why don't you come help us start a high school? Huh. So um, More than two asked for. <laughs> that, was, that was amazing. I, yeah. I thought I was going to come over and start a leadership program or a PE program. Um, I did start a leadership program, but the, probably one of the most exciting pieces was getting to be a part of that um, high school development team. And we toured. Yeah. Um, several states and just took a lot of best practices into our high school. Mm. Um, our families still have that hybrid model where they can kind of have a hybrid of on campus and at, and at home. But mm. most of our families, by the time their kids are getting into high school, are wanting their students to be on campus a little bit more. So right. our high school models like four days on campus, Tuesday through Friday. 
Okay. Uh, but most of our kids are doing some choose to do some online learning, but the vast majority are doing four days on, on campus. Well, I've spent a, I've spent a lot of time with students at classical and I have to tell, I, I tell people a lot. It's one of the most bizarre places I've ever been. I I've called it the upside down world of high school because it's been absolutely remarkable. The level of, I'd say maturity of the students, kindness towards one another. I mean, it's palpable. I remember working with a group of students probably three or four years ago and halfway through and this conversations around their life and their values and their story. I, like I just realized I, my, a lot of my backgrounds with college students and they, they really carried themselves like college students, just very well-spoken, thoughtful. And it's uh, whatever you're doing there. I mean, as, as, as parents are listening in on this, like consider that as an opportunity because I know we are. Well, team. thank you, Scott. I mean, it's the, our motto is partnering with parents, right? Mm. So um, that's our number one motto. It's part of the culture, everything we do, our mission, vision, values, yeah. partnering with parents. So that, that impacts everything we do. Yeah. And I know many of your teachers, and they are so engaged with students, like in their personal lives. And I'd call it mentoring and um, helping them grow personally. Uh, what do you guys do to, to model that, to ensure that happens? Like, what are you doing as a principal to make sure that's... Wow, that's off. That's a great question. I would start with, I, I started this conversation with high school impacted me, right? So yeah. um, the, way, the way high school probably impacted me the most was being part of a team, hmm. being part of a, a team, a culture. So I was highly involved in sports. I was highly involved in ASB. Mm -hmm. So my, at least at the high school, my kind of goal here is that every single student belongs. Mm. So the way to get them belonging is to get them part of a team. So yeah. um, on the other flip side of that is I ask every single staff member to um, get involved as well. Yeah. So whether that's, um, a few of them might be involved because they're, they're leading their department, but most of them are jumping in to chaperone events. They're running huh. a club. We have, I think we have this year, 20, 20, early in the year, we have 25 active clubs going on wow. campus. And wow. I only have 30 teachers on this campus. Huh. So having 25 teachers running clubs, that says a lot about my staff. Yeah. Um, and then the vast amount of just sports and, and extracurricular activities, the arts. Um, I just find that when kids get connected outside of it, the classroom's awesome. And there can be right. amazing connections in the classroom. Right. Um, we do a thing called cohort where a, mm -hmm. a, a teacher has a group of 25 to 30 students that they take for four years hmm. and they meet them once a week and trying to develop some mentor type um, relationships between student and teacher. But I find the place where they get, where they feel belong and they feel loved is on teams. Hmm. You, you're a dad too, and you've always spent your career with students. And part of the conversation that we were going to have on this episode was around relationships and connection. Like, so this is obviously a big question, but what are some of the themes that you've seen about how student culture is changing? And I know as, as parents and as educators, we just know implicitly it's changing, but what are some of the trends that you see? Yeah, that's good. So part of that belonging and why I want kids to get connected and belong is there's been some research that shows if kids feel connected to other students and the caring adult, mm -hmm. that they feel more hopeful. And if they feel, feel more hopeful, the research shows that they're going to thrive in school and outside of school. Yeah. Um, 
And for whatever reason, as the kids get older um, throughout school, up into the middle school, high school grades, some of them start losing hope. Mm. So my job, my role is to give them hope again. And mm. I try to find hope by getting them connected. Now, you and I have chatted a little bit and mm. I've seen, you know, kids get connected in the wrong ways, which I think we're going to go there eventually. But yeah. when they start, when they start losing hope, you know, I think everybody knows, especially if you're an educator or a parent mm -hmm. right now, that stress, anxiety, and depression are yeah. just through the roof right now. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I actually don't exactly know why. Some people blame it on cell phones or, uh -huh. or screen, screen time or whatever. Yeah. But I, I think there is a lack of human connection component as to why mm -hmm. they're feeling stressed and anxious. Hmm. What? what are you doing as a, as a leader? What is the staff doing? Obviously you're getting connected, but you're a part of your model is online education or there's some component of distance learning at least one day a week. Um, how do you kind of make sense of that? Obviously they're getting involved in teams, but um, how do you talk about that with students? Yeah, we uh, we do have an online education component, and we 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 do have some kids that are actually fully online. So how do we get them connected to other humans, to a teacher, right. Right. to other students? Um, a lot of our online students are doing it because they're excelling in some area of their life, some passion that they're pursuing, mm. whether it's acting or golf or music or singing. Yeah. So many of those kids are, are getting that connection, whether it's on one of our teams because they're in the golf team mm -hmm. or whether it's they're driving up to LA every day and they're acting and they're part of a community there. Right. Uh, so yeah, there is that. Um, now those connections may or may not be with my staff. Hopefully they're with my staff. There's, you know, there's a requirement to meet with a teacher weekly. So even if you're oh. in the online education Huge. you're going to be meeting with the teacher every single yep. week wow so what, did, what does that look like from a teacher perspective they're meeting with all their students every week yeah not all at the same time so i i technically am not the principal of the online program oh sure yeah yeah it's actually grown so much so much that we have a, an entire principal and staff dedicated to yeah. the online and the blended online, which mm -hmm. most of our students that do online are coming now this year, three days a week. But mm -hmm. yeah, like I said, there are some that are fully online. Um, it's, we find Scott at the high school that fewer students want that full online experience. Mm -hmm. And it really, it really is those kids that are really spending 40, 60 hours a week acting or, right. um, they're, right. they're a national, nationally recognized golfer or something yeah. like that. And they need that flexibility to maybe do their, their schoolwork in the evenings or on the weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but yeah, the vast majority of our kids want to come to school and don't, don't want to leave school. It's like right. at the end of the day, they just want to hang out. We, my son and I were on a walk last night in our neighborhood. We don't live too far away from your school. And there was, uh, it was just a bizarre scene. We saw a, a garage, this is nighttime. The garage is open and there's a, a kid, uh, apparently he's 14 and he's got this camera set up with the light gear. And so we're walking by and my son goes, oh, that's, that's so-and-so. And I'm like, who? He goes, oh, he's this like huge TikTok uh, social media influencer guy. And so I'm like, wow. what are you talking about? So we walk by and I look this kid up and he's got 1.3 million followers and he's a model, he's got an agent. 
And I asked my son, like, well, how do you know who this kid is? Does he go to school with you? He goes, no, I think he goes to classical. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the kid. That's funny. That's really funny. But it's one of those, uh, like, head scratchers of, like, that's, that's a thing for a kid? Or, or to even have someone that's so invested in their golf career or acting or dance. That's, mm-hmm. um, I didn't know those kids growing up. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. I think that's changed. What, what do you see? in terms of shifts and trends in students and connection that, that either concerns you or encourages you? Yeah, well, I'd say I would like to focus on the what encourages me. So um, we've chatted a little bit about this in the last, you know, since we started talking recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I encourage my kids when they start high school, actually I started in eighth grade that I, I have three tips for them. And these, these are based on kind of my life experience. And, yeah. and I like to encourage them that um, their grades do matter because by the time they get to their senior year, they actually have a transcript and that transcript's going to impact their, their next four years, whatever right. they do. Right. And it's not, just, it's not just getting into college. It's preparing them to, to um, be prepared to actually be successful in college, mm-hmm. you know? To not mm-hmm. be dropping out after their freshman year of college. So their grades matter, their academics matter. And I, I, I encourage them to pay attention, follow directions, and ask for help. Yeah. The second thing that we've just talked about today is the getting connected. So I, I want right. them all connected somewhere. There's lots of places to get connected. The thing that I think that's encouraging and disappointing at the same time is the, is the high school dating. Mm-hmm. Um, I say here at Classical, more encouraging than not. I've seen... So as we've seen a rise in anxiety and depression and stress, yeah. I've also seen a rise in that with my kids that are almost just walking around campus like they're in a marriage relationship. Mm. Like, like, they're, like they're already married. They're in this right. really intense emotional right. relationship, this connection, sometimes physical. Everything is about that other person. And, and yeah. to me, that's a scary thing that I've witnessed. And yeah. I've seen a lot of kids not handle that well. So yeah. my third piece of advice is don't date in high school. That's great. I mean, you can, I I can went, imagine that couple where you're walking through the hall and you're like, that's not going to go well. <laughs> that's not going to end all, for either of you. And Scott, most of them, unfortunately, don't look happy. They yeah. Look like, I mean, I, you would... I'm married. I've been married for 24 years and I, and it's a happy marriage, but there's been some rough parts of any Mm -hmm. relationship that you got to work through. And in high school, it's a tough time to work through some of those interpersonal things with in a romantic relationship with another person. So yeah, I encourage the kids not to get into a serious dating relationship Mm -hmm. and many, many are actually following my advice and thanking me by the time they graduate. They, so they good. Up, they end up graduating with more friends, mm. great social skills, a really high grade point average. Yeah. Um, and, and part of that is, is because they avoided a lot of that dating drama in high school. Well, I, can, I can only imagine if I had done that in hindsight, like not still have unresolved issues and drama at the high school reunion years later. <laughs> exactly. And, and that was the one. So I, out of my three things, get involved, get good grades and don't date. That's the one that I did not do well in yeah, high school. Right. That's like, that was like, I learned from the other model. Yeah, I take did, it from I, me. Yeah. I dated for a couple years, really intense relationship. We thought we were going to get married. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a great girl, I, you know, 
I, I don't, we're friends now, a great, great gal, but mm -hmm. it just wasn't health, healthy for either one of us in high school. So what to do instead, if, if, if the messages don't date, what do you encourage yeah. them to do? That's awesome. And, and I, and people, sometimes people get me wrong on this. When I say don't date, I'm, I want them, like I told my son, my son's a junior in college now. I wanted him to get to know as many girls in high school as possible. Mm -hmm. I wanted him to have lots and lots of relationships. The kids that graduate high school with a lot of friends are the ones that didn't have one dating relationship through high school. Hmm. They, have more, they have more guy friends and they have more girlfriends. My, uh, my daughter just graduated last year. She's also, she's now a freshman college. The, in her senior year, her group of friends planned a camping trip around California. They, they hit up these most amazing hmm. places a big group of guys and girls that were mm -hmm. such good, such good friends yeah. that they went on this two week camping adventure wow. together. And the parents trusted them all as 18 right. year olds. I cannot imagine that. <laughs> because these kids had made great decisions and they weren't romantically involved in each other. They had formed yeah. these amazing friendships. So yeah. what do I say in instead? Yeah, create friendships. Right. Oh, invest in your friendships, guy friendships and girl friendships. And I don't mean don't ever go on a date. Like we do dances and right. it's, it's real fun to ask somebody out to right. a dance or to yep. on a date. And, and most of our kids here, they, they might ask somebody, but they're going in a group. They're not going to yeah. be spending 24 hours just with one person right. hanging out with the one person. Well, you're even in this context of this conversation, you're talking about very personal things for young adults. You're, uh, it's like, you know, we're talking about school, you're a principal of a school talking about relationships and dating and ro romance and all that stuff. Like, because there's, a, there's quite a few teachers in the world, educators in the world that would say, that's not, that's not what we do. That's not, I have a degree in math or I have a degree in, <laughs> like, I don't, I'm not qualified. So how do you make sense of that? Because obviously you're going, you're, you're getting in it. Yeah. Um, for, I've been, like I said, I've been principal 11 years. I started saying, work hard on your grades. Your grades matter. Get involved and don't date. I started saying that about nine or 10 years ago. And, um, for the first couple of years, I had a lot of parent, like people warning me, don't talk about dating. Like really? you're telling me I was wrong to say it. I was taking a risk. It's not my business. It's not my place. And mm. Right. I'm like, guys, this isn't a rule. It's not a school rule. It's just advice. It's just right. advice and encouragement. Um, but it's caught traction. It's literally caught traction now. Mm. And more and more people are like, yeah, Mr. Moen, you're completely right. And yeah. I actually have kids making decisions based off of my encouragement to them to, to just, and honestly, there used to be, Scott, this, this notion that you're not normal if you don't date. Right. Totally. Yes. Like there used to be like you're not cool if you're yeah. not in a relationship. What's wrong and, with you? Right. And and that's more of the stereotype we're trying to break here. Yeah. Well, what I love as a dad, knowing that my kids, I'm on the other end of the spectrum from you as a parent. My oldest is 13, so he's entering into those years. Okay. What encourages me as a dad is I know that he's pulling away from me, and and my two girls will as well. They'll listen less and less likely to my advice. And look more and more to other people, probably their peers, for how to make sense of the world, which is very normal and natural. But here yeah. you are in school, giving them wise counsel, like wisdom from your life experience. Like that is how this whole project needs to work. This whole raising kids, school, 
so I, I just want to thank you for that. That that's uh that that warms my heart that there be leaders in schools who care about my kids in that way. And and it, and I'm encouraging the kids. I'm encouraging their parents. I'm I'm normalizing that it, it's normal not to be in this semi marriage type relationship right, right. when you're 14, 15, 16 year old in high school. Right. And and Scott, I'm not saying that all relationships are wrong. That's not what I'm trying to say. I've seen very few freshmen navigate a healthy um, dating relationship. I don't know if I've actually ever seen a freshman, a 14 or 15 year old, mm-hmm. navigate a healthy <laughs> dating relationship. Mm-hmm. I've definitely seen some at about sophomores have a healthy relationship, and I've definitely seen some juniors and seniors have a healthy relationship. Yeah. All that to say. The ones that avoid it completely right. graduate with the most amazing interpersonal <laughs> skills and the most amazing group of friends just ready yeah. to take on the world. Yeah, you're just like, I'm just saying this is research, people. This is just numbers. You choose. <laughs> and, and research, that, I mean, you mentioned research. I used to do my own informal just mm-hmm. kind of polling like because mm-hmm. my, my kids go to my high school. So I'd be driving around four or five kids and, and right. I'd ask them. Hey guys, what are your grade? What what kind of grades are you getting right now? And I just kind of do a little poll, and I say, how many of you guys are dating? Uh-huh. <laughs> and I would literally see a relationship between which ones are dating right. and where their grades were. That was my informal poll. Yeah, um, I was so happy after multiple years of saying this that a study just came out on the effects of teenage dating. Hmm. Um, it was it was conducted by the center uh, the center for disease control the really? center for disease control and prevention wow because they're looking at patterns of depression and suicide yeah. and how dating is impacting those things so wow. they they ended up um, surveying almost 600 um, 500 594 sophomores they surveyed and they sur- they surveyed the sophomore and their teachers hmm. and and what they found out is that the, the teenagers, the sophomores that were not dating were happier, hmm. they were less depressed, and they had stronger interpersonal skills. Huh. That's crazy. So yeah, I guess right. I was right. I'm telling you, <laughs> I've been right all along. <laughs> now there's a study. I feel like that's half my life these days is saying things and then finding that there's a study that's proven it. Like recently, I read this long white paper and years of research that came to the conclusion that when students feel like an adult on campus cares about them, they do better academically. And I was like, yes, I mean, but I'm glad somebody spent the time and money to go research that, but didn't we already know that? <laughs> we, we did know that, and, and, and that was an amazing study. That was another study that came out that I'm like, that's why I, I've been pushing this connection. Right. Like, I right. want kids to be connected at school, because, and the only reason I really knew it is it worked for me. It worked yeah. for me, and then I was seeing it work for other kids. My, okay, so it, it, it's, it, it's not about one sport or one activity, but we have a lot of boys at Classical that play football. It's, mm-hmm. it, there's, there's 80 to 90 boys every year that play wow. football. During the season, those kids are jamming. Yeah. Great. Their grades are, are extremely high. There's no discipline issues, huh. but if those kids don't go on to another activity after football, um, mm. some of them struggle. Some of them, some yeah. of them struggle. Yeah. 
Dana's way to rule the world. This is awesome. This is great. <laughs> and yeah. it's, it's, um, it, it is about a caring adult on campus. It's, yeah. it's a group of kids, but it's also a caring adult. And, and that's why I encourage all of my staff to be advising a club or coaching mm. a sport or running a team on campus. I have a teacher that's not doing a club or sport, but he just, he's going to start taking kids on, on Mondays when they don't have to be in school this winter up to mountain high to do some mm. skiing and supporting. Wow. And if, and if you have a group of 10 or more, it's an amazing deal. So right. he just planned this and it's, he's calling it a snow club. It's nothing official, <laughs> yeah. but he's going to have a snow club of um, our Escondido kids and wow. driving up to mountain high and, and wow. skiing on Mondays this winter. Well, I feel like the, the whole mission of U School is to pull out all the best of what you're doing and sprinkle it into local public high schools and middle schools. So thanks, thank you for what you're doing. Thanks for the culture you've, you've created and continue to cultivate. And I just wish you guys absolutely the best. And, and hopefully I can continue to stop by and be refreshed and reminded there is an upside down world. This will work. The project does uh, it does matter. So thanks, Dana. Awesome, Scott. Thank you so much. Thanks for all your support over the years. Hey, thanks for joining in on the U School podcast. We'd love to share with you the resources available on our website at theuschool.com. Not just articles, ebooks, worksheets, and other podcast episodes, but specifically, you should know about a free course we have available called the Real Me Course. It's digital, it's interactive, and it'll guide you to get clear about who you are and the great story you could tell with your life. So go register for a free account and get started on the Real Me course today at theuschool.com. That's theuschool.com.